Live from South Florida, the Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. As to the number of SIV applicants who uh, have gotten out of Afghanistan, those that remain, we're working on getting numbers right now. So many of the uh, people who've left remain in, in transit, moving from the so-called lily-pad countries uh, toward the United States. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and uh, speaking of the State Department, incredible set of circumstances surrounding a remarkable rescue story coming out of this weekend. So you had Corey Mills and Congressman Ronnie Jackson involved with the Sentinel Foundation, their group on the ground, working on rescue efforts for those trapped behind enemy lines, stranded by the Biden administration. You've heard of stolen valor. This is where someone did not serve, but they make false representation as though they did. In this case, it, it would be like the State Department's version of this. So the Sentinel Foundation ends up rescuing a woman and her three children, sneaking them outside of the country, going through all kinds of perils to get there, and, and then being able to uh, to bring her uh, to, to safety. And the State Department turned around and tried to take credit for it. When by most accounts, we've heard that to the extent that the State Department has been involved, they've been an obstacle to many of these operations. And one of the operations that's taken place, Pineapple Express, and that is a part of the effort that's been spearheaded by Retired Navy SEAL Jason Redmond joins us once again. Uh, Jason, what do you make of, of uh, you know the the State Department this whole deal with uh, with that story, the Sentinel Foundation coming out this weekend? Uh, good morning, Brian. Good morning, everybody down there in Florida. So uh, I actually spoke to that group uh, last week, and then once again they let me know that they managed to get their people out. Uh, all of us, Task Force Pineapple, many of the other groups that are out there are all trying to work together to get these people out. Um, I am not right now going to go into the politics of my beliefs on the State Department and where they're at, because right now we are trying to work with them. This isn't a matter of right or left, uh, you know, just like I had to do in the military and so many of us had to do in the military. Uh, sometimes you have to set your feelings aside and you focus on the mission. And right now it's there are thousands uh, there are thousands of special immigrant visa holders and still Americans that are left behind in Afghanistan. It's our focus to get them out. Understood. And, and your effort is heroic in, in its nature. Everybody has been in, involved with these these efforts. And, you know, we take the story of, of Miriam and her, her three children that were rescued. And we heard that, you know, the the ability to get across the Afghan border to to get to a neighboring country to be able to get out that perhaps that's not an option anymore. The Taliban has since, you know, sealed up the options to, to leave the country. Is it becoming more challenging in real time to try to rescue people? Oh, Brian, I mean, so, you know, when, when Scott Mann is the founder of Task Force Pineapple, and I'm merely honored to be a part of it, and when I came in, I came in um, a couple of days uh, prior to the bombing, at the Karzai Airport, and I was uh, uh, helping to shepherd a family out, which we did not manage to get out. And it was incredibly difficult then. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, just compared to then and now, on a scale of 1 to 10, what we were trying to do to get people out of the airport was probably a 1. Now it's a 10. Uh, you're absolutely wow. correct. Almost everything is closed. 
Uh, Task Force Pineapple is focused on trying to keep our people safe. These are very high-risk people. These are individuals who operated uh, with Special Operations Forces, many of the ones that we are tracking, and, and to go directly after the Taliban. So needless to say, the Taliban is committed to finding these individuals and killing them and threatening them, threatening their families. Uh, so right now we're focused on keeping them safe. We know who they are. We know where they are, and they trust us. Uh, and we are looking forward to gladly working with the State Department and Department of Defense to um, create some sort of actual evacuation mechanism for these people, because what you said is spot on. Right now, we can't get them across the borders, and there aren't flights to get them out. So we need an active plan. This this is now a government-to-government capability is what's going to have to happen. And we may be able to, just like Corey Mills group did and huge shout out to Corey Mills and those guys for pulling off a huge success. Um, you know, but for task force pineapple, we do have ones and twos that we probably could try and get out. But right now we're focused on the bigger, longer game. We have thousands of individuals we need to get out. So, you know, we need the help to do that. We need people to be reaching out to their political leaders and saying, hey, man, we're Americans. We honor the promise we made to these people who supported us. We need to do that, and we need to put pressure on Department of State and DOD to, uh, to be more aggressive with this because people's lives are at stake. Speaking to retired Navy SEAL Jason Redman, you may follow him on Twitter at Jason Redman WW, and uh, you'll also find more information, including his books. He's the author of books like Overcome and The Trident. Jason, uh, you said something I wanted to ask you about. We heard, you know, pretty quickly after you know the the final troops left the ground in Kabul that there were door-to-door killings that were taking place. They were essentially Taliban hunting Americans and, and hunting those that, that helped Americans. Are you able to confirm that has been happening? Yes, we are getting that information from our guys. Uh, you know, we are in contact with these families and these individuals that are on the ground. And, and it is not, you know, it's not widespread. It's not like there's ethnic cleansing going on yet. Um, and hopefully that does not occur. But right now, uh, we are getting reports that the Taliban is actively hunting these individuals. Uh, we definitely have reports of them beating uh, these individuals, and there have been reports of them killing individuals. Well, um, and the other uh, you know concern that's increasingly gaining some attention in foreign interests. You mentioned government to government. Well, first government that recognized the Taliban was actually China. We know that you know, they have all kinds of interests, uh, whether it's resources within Afghanistan or our military equipment. We had heard that you know, we were uh, the, the Taliban likely to hawk a lot of the equipment that we left behind. Any idea on what's happening with that equipment at this point? And uh, is a player like China you know, already involved to the point where they're visible as you're, you're working on your efforts? Uh, you know, on our efforts, being a civilian organization, I, I think that I'll just say that I think that China is definitely uh, has come to the aid of the Taliban. Um, You know, China is looking at Afghanistan as a resource for things that they're doing. And uh, and I think that is definitely a concern. It should be a concern for the American people. Um, And it is obviously a concern for us as we continue to try and get these people out. Um, Unfortunately, we can't focus on that. Uh, all we can focus on, you know, as I often speak to people about, you can only control what you can. And right now, what we can control is trying to keep our people safe, uh, maintaining this um, 
this narrative in, in the eyes of the American people. You know, uh, unfortunately, we are a nation that has a very short attention span. And if it doesn't stay in the forefront of the media, uh, pretty soon people will just forget about the fact that there's thousands of Afghan allies and even American citizens that are still stuck in Afghanistan. So Task Force Pineapple, and I know a lot of the other groups that are on the ground, that's what we are focused on, that we need to do everything we can to get these individuals out because it, it represents who we are, it represents what we are as Americans. Uh, and I think to not do so really, really damages our long-term credibility as Americans for everything we do uh, strategically around the world. Uh, imagine if you were some young individual who is supporting an intelligence collection activity in some part of the world. Why are you going to continue to do it if you watch what's happening in Afghanistan and be like, man, this isn't worth the risk. You know, the United States isn't going to take care of me. And God bless you and the efforts that uh, you're, you've undertaken here. It is uh, just incredible and, and wish you absolute success and, and your ongoing effort. It's really appreciated. Brian, uh, thank you, man. Yeah, if anybody's interested in supporting, go to operationrecovery.org. Uh, not only are we focused on, you know, being able to get these people out, we're also focused on helping them resettle anywhere in the world where they're safe and having a good, uh, a good future. Sounds good. OperationRecovery.org. And retired Navy SEAL Jason Redmond working with the Pineapple Express and been working now uh, for, for some time trying to rescue Americans and Afghan allies that behind those enemy lines. All right. Be right back. Natalie, a trending story here on the Bright Mud Show. News Radio 610 WIND.